Welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, let's hop in our DeLoreans and head 88 miles per hour to see today's guest. Today's guest is Cosmo Perry, an artist that has perfected the retro 80s style and has perfected it into some of the classic properties we all know, like Seinfeld, Columbo, Back to the Future, and so many more. This was an absolutely outstanding episode, and whenever I asked Cosmo to be on the podcast, they were more than excited. There was so much energy that was radiating from Cosmo just for this interview that I knew I couldn't do it alone, and I had to bring on my producer, Tipsy J. Hearts, to help with the hosting responsibilities. Nevertheless, it was still an outstanding interview, and honestly, a really incredible, fun, hilarious, and heartfelt conversation that I know you guys are going to absolutely love every single second. This episode was so big that we had to have two separate recording sessions to make sure we get everything into there, considering the enthusiasm and excitement that Cosmo had for this conversation. So that alone should let you guys know that this is going to be an incredible episode. If you enjoy Cosmo and you aren't already supporting them, make sure you check the links in the description below in order to find ways to where you can see more of their wonderful content. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Five stars, please. That sincerely does help, and I do see those reviews, and they are sincerely incredible to see. If you enjoy the podcast and want to support it a little bit more, maybe you should consider going to the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com. There you can see some incredible merch done by former artists where you can rock some incredible streetwear. If you want to go even further with that support and be one of the major supporters and the main driving force for this podcast, maybe you should consider being a part of the Postmodern Art Podcast Patreon. There you can get early access to video versions of the podcast, behind-the-scenes looks, potential opportunities to ask guest questions, and so many more. Support the podcast today at patreon.com slash PMAP. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you wonderfully. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, now I got to test the camera. <laughs> okay. Here's the hoping. I know. Okay. Uh, uh. There you okay. are. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. This is great. Okay. It's exactly where I want it to be. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Stunning. Ooh. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm say I'm not gonna lie. I think whenever I think of your aesthetic or whatnot, you rock it perfectly. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. This is literally just this is just how I dress all the time every day. Okay, this is me. This is me all the time. Yeah. So. Well, wonderful. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to be here. I've been so excited for this forever since you since you first mentioned me. I was so excited. Like, whoa, this is really happening. I've been preparing <laughs> for weeks, man. Weeks. You don't know how much, like, that makes me feel so, like, wonderful to hear more than anything else. Because, like, I know that, like, people, I've had people, like, enjoy the podcast and be excited or whatnot. But, like, you're right. probably the most excited anyone has ever told me they've wanted to be on the podcast. Right. <laughs> hey. Aw, well, I'm glad. No, this really means a lot. I'm so excited. I'm not even playing. Like, 
this is really happening. <laughs> Thank you for asking me to come on. Like, oh, oh my absolutely. gosh. I, it's one of those, I've, I been, would, I, it's one, I've been wanting to have you on for a while. I just needed to figure out a way to really? ask you. And I've been getting more familiar <laughs> with Instagram or whatnot. That's how I finally got that bridge or whatnot. Because like, I've been right, admiring your right, art right. for a while. All right. It's hard not to ignore your art. Really? Seriously. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> my heart. No, when you messaged me, I was actually at the, I was co-hosting with my friend, the beach meet, right? You might've okay. seen me post about it. That, that day, like the day you messaged me, I looked at my, uh, my phone. I'm like, I saw your message and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I was also like doing other tasks that, right. that day. Like, but I was also thinking about like, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. The day is finally here. The day is here. The day is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, goodness, you'll know how excited I am, not only for your enthusiasm, but how prepared I was for this little conversation. It's one of those I made sure to do my research yeah. and such, seeing your back catalog. Oh, my and God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. I uh, have a lot of art. I was good. Well, not only just art, but like your interest or whatnot. I definitely wanted to divulge that into too. that. In that too. I, I love talking about my interests. I was going to say, in fact, I was looking through like some of your, like what your favorites are or whatnot. And I realized I own something that's right up your alley of stuff that you might enjoy. Um, I'm sure Do this tell. probably, I'm sure this probably looks familiar to you. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I was, I almost, I almost wore my escape shirt. I have that. I have a shirt of that. I almost wore it today. Literally. I love dirty. I, I, I again, we'll definitely divulge a lot more to that. As well as I remember this was like at Walmart just randomly. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah if I'm yeah, going to yeah. have a record collection, I need to have journey as part of it. Why not? They're a classic band. That, Why album, not? that album, the album is everything. I can journey imagine. is one of the re journey is one of the reasons that I am the person I am today. Not even playing. Well, that, is, I, well, that journey is one of the reasons I am this way. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad to hear that more than anything else. Again, I am super excited. I the funny thing is, is like I you know I got you booked or whatnot, and then I decided to tell my producers yeah. like, hey, I got you know this person coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. excitement that she expressed when I told her it was you, like no way. <laughs> She 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 was hoping that she didn't have to work, which luckily she doesn't have to. She just you know take a little bit of time before she gets here. But it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. she I'm sure she will tell you over and over again just how much like your art is just like incredible. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have like, both uh, two people talk to. It'll be so much fun. I I enjoy chatting. So I'm very excited. I, again, I'm glad that to give you this opportunity to further that excitement more than anything else. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I was, I was gonna say, trust me, your your illustrations already speak like a thousand words. So let's just get like a thousand more to go on top of that, shall we? <laughs> I I love that idea. I love it. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I I was watching a bunch of your podcasts right for for a couple of days. I'm like, oh, I want to see how this all works, right? Okay. And I saw you, you did an episode on Roya Shahidi, right? Yes. I'm like, oh, I, I know, I knew them way back in the DeviantArt days. Oh like, my I, God. I, I was like, oh, it's so cool to see them on there. It's incredible that you got to, to, to know them as well, because like they're, like, it was incredible to get them on the podcast as well. No, oh, yeah, I knew them. This is way back, maybe over 10 years, like, I, I remember their art from you know, back in the day. So it was really cool to see them talk about their work and everything. It's, oh, I'm, that's so cool. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. You know, it's one of those, like, it's incredible. The, it's incredible. The connections that like 
this podcast already has to you without you even hopping on the podcast because <laughs> there, there's the Roya one. And then also um, recently I saw that Jane Gumball had commissioned you. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you got Jane too? What? Yeah. That's so fun. And, oh, it, I, is that the wonderful <laughs> tipsy? Hello? Maria? Hello? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me, uh, Cosmo. This is Maria, aka Tipsy J Hearts, my wonderful producer that helps this podcast not crumble down to a flaming fire pit. So <laughs> there she is. Hi. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I was gonna say I see the green eggs and ham in the back. Oh, oh, it looks like it's about to fall. Oh my god! Oh no! Okay, one second. Maria, tell me, whenever you imagine talking to Cosmo, did you imagine them looking like this? Because this doesn't look exactly how I imagined them. <laughs> I love, I'm so happy, like, that makes me so happy to hear that. Honestly, I would say yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how I imagine. Like, like, you, yeah. like, like, the way you've, like, portrayed yourself or whatnot, I can see, like, the reference more or less from the real life you. Like, you I, own up I, to that. I, yes. I I, sh I like to show myself through my art like as much as I can. Like my art is almost like art is me kind of, you know. I just that's how I like I want to just make it so personal, you know. Well, I'm glad you're yeah. able to translate that so well. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad to hear that from you. Yeah. I'm just like absolutely geeked out over here. So you're gonna have to forgive me if I'm just smiling no, a lot. I I I love it. I'm so happy. That makes me happy. So thank you. There you go. I was I was just talking about like the connections we've already had to Cosmo without even having her on the podcast just yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, he told me, um, he was like, "Hey, Tipsy, guess who's coming in the podcast?" And I was like, "Okay, who is it this time?" And he was like, "Cosmo." And I was like, "How the hell did you get in touch? I've been trying for so long to try to find a proper email, proper way to contact you." I, know, I feel bad because they like. I, I've only just recently reopened my Twitter DMs. That probably would. That's probably why it's kind of hard because the only other way would be Instagram. Yep. But I, I know, Twitter and Instagram are probably the best ways to contact me. I should have an email though listed. Either <laughs> way, as well as I, I found the Instagram, oh, and I was like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm so glad you did. Oh, I've been waiting. I've been so looking forward to this for weeks. Good. Good. I'm so Thank happy you. to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, before we really get going with the podcast, Cosmo, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast. Ready. ready. Let's, let's say you get an opportunity <laughs> to go to a desert island on your own accord. It's just you alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, and breathe for a good bit. Because Lord knows what wow. the past couple of years have been, we need a breather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if but to help make sure you don't go completely bonkers on this island, you get a chance to bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you. Help relax and make sure you don't go completely insane. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Okay, so it could be 
So basically, it could be like music, it could be a movie, mm-hmm. movie, TV show, video game, oh. anything that you can think of that you. Oh think no! Why did you do this to me? <laughs> Why did you do this to me? I like too many things. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to go. Probably go with Journey music. Journey music. Okay. I think that's probably where I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, it's my life. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, is it like just their entire catalog? I assume it's just hard just to pick one album or anything like that. Oh, let's 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 put it between like 1970, 1978 to 1986. Let's do that. Yeah, you know, that that's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, there's still a good wide selection. Sure, gonna, of that oh, I know, right? But I'm gonna go with that way. <laughs> I know we'll definitely talk a lot more about that because I know that is a foundation for the person that you are, nevertheless. But is there any big foundation? Big foundation. <laughs> there you go. Um, I was gonna say, is there like a particular like what do you think out of that collection that you picked right there, that little timeline, would be like the most played? <laughs> it's between the Escape album and the Raised on Radio album. Those two. The Escape. I played album, those yes. so much. Escape album. Yeah, we we're just talking about that, and the Raised on Radio album. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Maria. I don't know if you realize this. I have a record collection, so um. <laughs> I know, I really Mine's yeah. over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. It's one of those. I like. I, I was telling Cosmo this earlier. Literally, it's just I saw that at Walmart at just randomly. I'm like, you know what? I need at least one Journey album in my record collection. Maybe I'm so glad same. you picked that one. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, basically, Journey music from. 78 to 86 that is your answer you're locking that in steve perry era journey that's that's my life steve perry era journey there we go that's a good way to word it that that's the case that's way, yeah that's it if that's the case i cannot think of a better way to start the postmodern art podcast welcome everyone i am one of the hosts of the evening nathan a uh nathan raglan uh the other host would you like to introduce yourself as well Hi, my name is Tipsy J. Hart, and I may not be an issue, but I will be on this podcast episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Feel free to like and subscribe or follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash PMAP for exclusive behind-the-scenes looks. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> she is an artist whose mind and art is living luxuriously in the 80s. From their interests to their art style, welcome to the podcast, Cosmo Perry! Yeah, buddy. Let's go. I'm so happy to be here. I'm I'm doing amazing. I'm I'm so happy to be here. I'm, I your excitement right now is infectious. I am not going to lie. I I'm glad you're excited. I I cannot speak for Maria though. I know we're probably on the same wavelength. Whenever I say that we cannot get enough of your art, nah. I'm saying I think we're on the same. Never, you guys I, are too nice. I, I I think we can at least agree <laughs> that your art style is absolutely amazing and we definitely want to divulge a lot more into it. But before I really divulge yeah. into the art that you make right now, I want to go back just a little bit. I want to know more or less the origin stories of Cosmo. What got you okay. interested in art and animation in the first place? Okay, so let's go back. Way back. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to be 25 this year. Okay. Um, I started drawing maybe... Since you could pick, since I could pick up a pencil, maybe about the age of three, two or three years old, right? 
never I've never stopped drawing since then. Like that's just always been my hobby. Like yeah. So since about then I was you know, little and I grew up on classic movies, classic animated movies, classic you non know, animated movies, but mostly classic animated films. Disney, Blue, what have you, Amblimation, all that is a huge foundation for me. All those things. And I just, it's always stuck with me. Can you remember, like, the first, at least, like, animated film that really, like, grabbed your attention? Like, the one that, like... Oh. So, I mean, I can I can remember, like, the first animated movies that I've ever seen, like, in my, in my memory. Like, the movies that I, the first, like, I guess the first thing I can remember seeing, like... Probably Lion King, okay. Land Before Time, The Prince of Egypt. Those are movies that probably my very first memories of an animated movie. Things like that. Okay. So I, I have a pretty good memory. <laughs> I can tell considering the fact that, if you, like I said, you remember, like, I barely remember stuff that I was doing at three years old. But if you remember at three years old, like, just being started to, to drawing or I, whatnot. I have a folder of... I have I kept a folder of a lot of that art. I actually have it right next to me, so I have oh, a yeah, lot. Bring it out. <laughs> okay, wait. So basically, yeah, what's this one? 1999 to 2003, give or take. So I'm kind of just like whoo, making it. Yeah. So there's a lot in here. Amen. But I have I have it oh, upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, a little, I, I did a redraw of this. I did a redraw of this before. Right. So this is a little fox dude. So I always love drawing animals, right? I actually want to do a redraw of this. This is Homeward Bound characters. Aww. Oh my god, I love that movie. Pants, shadow, sassy. I, I clearly, I really always loved drawing fan art, even back in the day. So <laughs> basically, I kept all this stuff from, you know, back then, and I like to go back on it and look. Oh. Land Before Time. I draw a lot of Land Before Time. So that's probably my earliest Bluth memory. Is I've been drawing Land Before Time, Bluth fan art ever since. Like there this. you go. <laughs> so that's that movie is a real big one, big deal for me. I that's my introduction to Bluth's work. So I was gonna it's, say like, is it just like, to me. is it just like how it's produced? Like just what about like an animated film, especially like those like Bluth ones that for you just like aesthetically just like a- appeases you more than anything else. It's probably because it's just very, it's my childhood. Those films are my childhood. So it just, it's very, it gives, it gives me a special happy feeling. And I just love them. So, oh, Ringo's, tra- Ringo the cat is trying to get in my room right oh. now. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? The, the, no, I mean, I could totally understand where you're coming from. Like for a lot of kids, I know, like for myself included, with some of those classic like films that you're talking about, especially like Bluth or like, classic disney or whatnot they hold a yeah. very special place in my heart more than anything else oh yeah like oh my how, god how yeah well they communicate when did for you go from this like general love for art and animation to a passion then wanting to make it your career i don't know i guess it's kind of it just kind of evolved like i've always loved to draw and it just started just i guess it's wanting to keep doing it more like, I, I never really thought about it. It's just something I've always loved. Okay. So, yeah, it's just something I always love to do. There's nothing else I love more than doing art of any kind of sort, whether it's, like, clay or painting, drawing. I just love doing it all, creating, like, things like that. But, oh, yeah, we, we it's just always been, it's always been a part of me. It's always been a part of me. That's uh, probably the best way I could put it. There you go. I mean... Uh, it, 
that honestly makes it it's, it's nice to know that like even like you said before as early as like three years old that kind of love and passion has just always been there like always I, always been there never I, not not been drawing ever like, <laughs> I, I imagine like never wavering either like just i can only imagine just like with how much you've invested yourself with it like it's incredible just like how much you've like gone all in with this too more than anything else like yeah, what you've right? been able to do what you've been able to produce more than anything Aww. else thank you i mean i know like more than anything else like especially seeing the stuff you've been able to produce a lot of stuff really going into that retro like we talked about before that 80s style more than yeah. anything else like is, yeah. it, is it just more or less like that foundation that you've had before that just makes you want to like recreate that stuff because like you can yeah, correct me if i'm wrong I, think so. I say you can correct me if i'm wrong but it's not really easy to recreate that style <laughs> I th it's because I I grew up on you know eighties stuff music movies like I just, my parent my parents raised me and my siblings on that stuff that's just what we always know and it's what I've always known mm -hmm. so it's just a part of me that I wanted to put into my art that's kind of yeah I guess that's the way I could put it is part of me put it into something I'm creating and yeah try to make it as fun as possible really. I think we can attest by saying you certainly do a good job with that. Cause like, Thank you. oh man, <laughs> what'd you say, Maria? I didn't hear you right there. Well, I said like, it's a fabulous job. I always love it. Absolutely. You're so kind. <laughs> We're just being honest right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, oh. I, I mean, more than anything else, like it, it's incredible. Just like I said, the, like what amazes me more than anything else is like, honestly, if I did not know any better, if I had not seen the media beforehand or whatnot, I would have initially thought after seeing some of your art that like, that was the official like piece. Like that was the official screenshot or something along the lines of that. I've, I've, I've gotten that. Oh, I've seen that a lot of times with my five nights at Freddy's artwork. Ah. That's been, so that's been spread around a lot of places. Someone put it on this Disney fan in wiki. So they make it seem like it was a real thing, but it wasn't. It's kind of, I've never heard of something like anything like that. So there's someone who has spent a lot of time actually putting effort into making people think that it was a thing, but it wasn't. I don't know. It's so interesting, but that happens a lot with Five Nights at, my Five Nights at Freddy's art since 2014 when I first uploaded. It's like I was going to say that like uh, when um, the whole like Five Nights at Freddy's like movie came to mind and stuff, I was <laughs> seeing like uh, your um, your posters and stuff, and I I yeah, I, I recently I recently reposted those ones. Yeah, and I um I you didn't guys, know. You guys hear the cat? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, no. Mickey sure. Oh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, like uh, when I first came across those posters, I was just like, I, I never knew it was from you. I was just thinking oh. it was from the actual studio, and I was like, oh, this I've is very. That, I've done that a lot in the past. Yeah, those those have been up for a long time. So people do, I guess, they tend to mistake them. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what made me actually yeah. discover you was um was when I found the Seinfeld clips. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the Seinfeld. Yes. So the first Five Nights at Freddy's picture I uploaded was this one right here. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's the one. A lot of people might remember this from 2014, but yeah. Oh, I actually have the original sketch to this. Oh from wow. That, from 2014. Oh but 
that's that's I actually was never originally going to upload that to DeviantArt. I was like, mm, what? Because the game was very it was new. The game was brand new at the time, right? Okay. I'm like, oh, this is something different. I don't usually upload the like new games. Like, oh, what are people gonna think? Maybe I won't upload it. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe you know, just I uploaded it. Boom. That's kind of what got me to where I am now. That very picture, like, whoa, that's so bizarre. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for that picture blowing up at that time in 2014 like, i never would have thought you know it was never gonna actually i was never gonna post it then like you know let's just do it what i figured what the hell in the words of doc brown <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's certainly good mentality especially in like that part of the the internet more than anything else like just being able to upload that and seeing just how quickly like yeah. caught fire because i think more than anything else it goes back to like my original point it's not just the fact that it looked good it looked convincing like if again if people did not know about the media beforehand it, it'd be almost like that mandela effect of like yeah no this totally happened oh, i don't remember it yeah. but it totally yeah. happened yeah <laughs> yeah i was i don't know how old was i i was like maybe four, fifteen. I don't remember. I was yeah when I uploaded that, so it was a while back. But uh, you were met, you were mentioning earlier about the Seinfeld stuff. I'd love to talk more about yes. the Seinfeld. <laughs> Can oh. we? I love yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. I was gonna say I know we'll definitely talk a lot about it. Why not just jump to it? I know. Like, oh. again, we're going to be talking a lot about the different properties that you decided to do some redraws for. And I definitely want to talk more about why you want to do the redraws. But I know we got to jump to the Seinfeld. I know we got to jump to the Seinfeld. What exactly inspired you to just be like, you know what? Seinfeld is a classic show. Let me give my own little personal spin on it. Well, I I'm a, I was a fan of the show. I was, I've was i been a fan of the show for a long time now. Because uh, I used to, I would watch it on TV with my parents, right? When I was younger-ish, a couple years, like years ago. And I just, you became a fan of it. I actually first drew animal versions of the characters back in 14, 2015, around that time. So they haven't really, they've kind of evolved since, but mm -hmm. I always, so the thing I want to cover, like this kind of a whole base I want to cover because I kind of always have drawn people or things that I like as animal versions. That's a, so, something I've always done, even way before I even had internet stuff, right? Okay. Um. The first thing actually in my memory, the first thing I remember doing was a Brady Bunch version of Neopets. Oh. That's the first one, probably about 2004. Probably that's the first thing I can remember doing that's in the same vein as what I'm doing now. So it kind of just became a, a thing ever since then. So I just, I guess I can also connect more when I draw them. When I draw them as their animal personas, I guess I just connect more if I draw something as an animal, like a, a cartoon animal. For some reason, I just, yeah, no, I, I mean, just think it's fun. <laughs> I mean, we're certainly not complaining or anything else. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But yeah, it's something, yeah, I I mean, one of my biggest influences in my art is Disney. Robin Hood was a big inspiration of mine. So that probably stemmed from my love for that movie, too. I that's, think it probably that's a one big thing that probably made me want to draw some like things of animals that I like, you know. I mean, it's a good inspiration more than anything else. Seeing like not only like how good of an animal design they were, but like how flawless it was that like these anthropomorphized anthropomorphic animals or whatnot just like seem so natural more than anything else. And the way that the way that you more or less yeah. like encapsulated that in everything that you tried. Yeah, when designing them, I try to. When I design them, I study the person pretty hard. Like, okay, how can I make them into this? So I just 
I, it takes, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's like, oh, I got to take time and figure out how to make this work. So it's, okay. it's different every time. Please tell me the easiest one for you was George Costanza as the Corgi. Please yeah. tell me that was okay. the easiest oh one. My God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have questions yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, please tell me your questions before I answer. Let, let me, let me hear your questions. It's basically that. Why the Corgi? <laughs> okay. I have a perfect answer for this because Back when 101 Dalmatians 2 came out, okay. uh, was it 2003? Yeah, it was my, my favorite character was uh, Jason Alexander as Lil Lightning, the Corgi. That was my favorite character in the movie back then as a kid. So when I was like, when I was starting to do the Seinfeld stuff, I was a little older, I knew immediately that I wanted him to be a Corgi because I remembered him in the movie because I loved that. I loved that character so much in the film. I was like, that's I already knew immediately that's who I wanted because of that movie. That's the reason he's a Corgi is because of that. A lot of people actually caught that pretty quickly when they've seen I see comments and they caught that real quick and I like that. I love that they, they made the connection like me, so I love it. I never knew that. I never knew I I watch a hundred and uh one Dalmatians too a lot. So like I, love, I watched it a lot too as a kid. I love that we'll movie. We'll have to rewatch it now just to hear it. <laughs> yep, that's that's why he's a corgi because well, of that movie. Well, I mean, I'm glad we kind of brought up this point because that's something I did, I wanted to also divulge and just kind of like again for you like a lot of your characters you you made into basically personas of and they are each like incredible how much that not only like you've been able to draw them but like the 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 pics that you've made like they are almost like they make way too much sense the way that you've been able to like connect certain animals with like certain people and their characteristics what's the process like for you what was the process what is the process like for you whenever you look at something and realize i got to make it like this animal you have no like you have no idea how many times like i don't know i I guess it's the way like i don't know way my head my way my head works Mm -hmm. like i always see things as i always see things that way i've always seen things that way oh they would they would be this animal ever since i was a kid i would think that that way like it's just always been in my head oh i'll i'll they they would be this they would be that it's not it just kind of comes natural i guess okay (laughs) i guess yeah that's fair i mean i was gonna say like roughly like for I, is it like you said, like, is this just like naturally come to you? Is, like you think like, oh, this would be great. Is this and then draw is that? Or do you like take some time to like yeah. really go in depth and like research and realize and come to like a certain conclusion of, you know what? Yeah, it makes sense if I make them like this. Like how much time do you I really actually, invest in that aspect? Sometimes, sometimes I do when I'm, when I'm, assi- so I say like I'm assigning a character to, uh, assigning an animal to a character from mm-hmm. something. I do actually, um, Obviously, I think about the character. Okay, what are they like? Uh, let me see. So let me let me use Jerry as an example. Okay. Okay. Let me use Jerry as an example. So he's the comedian, right? What are comedians? They make people laugh. So oh, what laughs? A hyena laughs. So that's why he's a hyena. The laughing connection. There so that's know. kind of what I usually do. That's kind of what how I usually go about it. Is I think about oh, what this animal? This animal does this. It's kind of like this character. Or sometimes I'll go, what's their occupation? What's the character's occupation? Oh, okay. So then I kind of think of animals that kind of are associated with that or, you know, or their name. Like, for example, Seinfeld's the Drake. Mm-hmm. So the character of the Drake, I made him into a dragon because his name is the Drake. I thought right. immediately in my head, I thought, oh, dragon. So <laughs> kind of how it works for me in my head. <laughs> 
I mean, it's so clever. It is clever. It's it's incredible, more or less. Just like I said, knowing like the gears that kind of go in your head, knowing that it's not just like random animal, random animal. No, like there's a yeah. No, I I think about I think about it really hard. Like I want it to work. I want it to work. But yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So, so for a lot of your characters, one of the things I did notice is the animal you tend to default to more often than not is the fox, more or less. I imagine. Yes. I yeah, imagine. <laughs> I was gonna say. I imagine part of that is probably the Robin Hood connection. But what is it about the fox that makes it like the go-to animal? Well, they're my favorite animal, so I think that's probably why. Like, they're just <laughs> they're. I, I just love them. They're my favorite animal, so that's probably. I think that might be the reason why. Just because they're my favorite, <laughs> and I kind of give them, I can kind of give Fox characters, Fox, uh, you know, designs to characters that I, I guess characters that I like. But also, I try to also. Well, here's the thing: Michael J. Fox is kind of obvious. That's yeah. why he's a fox. Yeah. yeah. That one, that one was my right, right asking for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then for Peter Falk, my Columbo Fox, uh, because I guess it kind of fits with his personality, um. Columbo being sly and he's pretty he's pretty witty and smart like a fox but also because they're my favorite I wanted to give him Peter Fox Peter Fox it's kind of also a similar name so he's got a lot of different I, got, I gave him a lot of different reasons why he's a fox but mainly because I love them and I love him so yeah I guess that's probably it I mean it's a good connection more than anything else and certainly a good like default animal more than anything else like I, I imagine especially at this point with kind of how much you associate with them they're probably like yeah. you probably have like a design for a fox like you can put that on the back of your hand with like no preparation or anything like that yeah actually yeah it's kind of a problem <laughs> you, you say problem I say you know wonderful to, to wonderful to admire more than anything else um. on that aww <laughs> Um, I, I'm glad you brought up some of the other properties that you also like to, to draw for. Cause one of the ones that I, I'll, I'll get to the big one in a second. The one that I know you for more than anything else. The one that got me to know you for, but I'll ask the other one first back to the future. Like you Yay! really, you really like <laughs> nail that aesthetic as well. Um, I, like I, I kind of asked this with Seinfeld, but what made you, Hey, there you go. I, assu <laughs> I assume that back to the future was like one of those movies that I assume like really touched your like childhood more than oh. anything else. And like, really, yes. like you really wanted to bring that to life. Yes, actually that, that project was technically in development for years before I actually did start it in 2019. Okay, It's been kind of been developed in my mind for years before I actually put it down on paper. So that's kind of one of the earlier earliest ones I could think of that I wanted to do this with this project. I just had to figure out, oh my God, how much, how many, how many drawings am I gonna include? What scenes? It was actually a pretty it's a it's a process when I come up with those. Yeah. Um but yeah, that one I really wanted to do it. And it was like, oh, 2020 is the 35th anniversary. You know what? Let's just do it. I'm gonna go jump right in, I'm gonna do it. Right? I made it, I made it, and I I made it in my head. Yep, I'm gonna do this. So in 2020, I released them. So, but I worked on the art 2019 yeah. concepts and like gathered what scenes I wrote them down. Like, I was watching, I, I would watch it and then I kind of, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I write it down on paper, then get to gathering scenes, whatnot, and then starting work on them da, 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 day by day da, 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 and then set them for release. Yeah. I, I but that was a project I was really excited about doing for years. And I finally, finally went, but <laughs> Do it. I mean, I, I imagine, and this is gonna pr probably reminisce with just about any of the stuff that you decide to do these like redraws for or anything like that. But it's like it has to be like 
a treacherous like process more than anything else because you're basically like reverse engineering like the key frames of all these different properties and like yes! this entire yes! movie like how long like respectfully like did it take to go from just like concept in your mind to like actually going forth and drawing it to complete product so like so i guess for i guess i could say an example like uh one picture or so usually i post them in sets of four mm-hmm. you might notice i said post them like scenes in sets of four or two today i posted two um so i will i'll first i'll gather okay this is one scene like for example let's let's say uh let's say let's give an example of a scene let's let's okay let's think about back to future two the biff on the rooftop scene with marty yeah there you go. that's a good one let's think about that that's like what four frames i think that was a four frame picture so i would put them all side by side uh all four frames that i was going to redraw I would put them on my canvas. Okay, let's look at this. What do I want to do? Um, so then I start sketching. Mm-hmm. Okay, poses, whatnot. I kind of take liberties with the poses. In my more recent ones, I take more liberties, make them a little bit different than the actual movie frame because I want to make. Oh, I want to make this more expressive, right? A lot more animated, more or less. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I I try to you know make them a little bit different, but not too different. I want them to be also recognizable. So yeah, I just sketch it, ink it. And then maybe take a break. I don't know. Depends on how many, like, what kind of have the scene is complex or not. If it's simple, oh, I don't take very long. Ink it, color it, and then get it ready for when it's going to be released. So it's not usually a very long process because I give myself deadlines. But when I work on those projects, I give myself a deadline. So, for example, this, it's April, right? Yeah. So um, I worked on... Uh, Art for so I'm back to feature three. I'm working on back to feature three currently, and I worked this month of April. I worked on the post I'm going to release in July. Oh wow! So I work very ahead of time. I want I want to make sure I'm like not. I want to keep myself on a schedule. So I would always work maybe two or three months in advance on scenes that were that going to be released later in the year. So I kind of yeah I kind of work that way I kind of give myself a schedule sort of and I know when I'm going to release something I don't just like usually I don't release something immediately sometimes I'll like kind of keep sitting on it for a while and it's like oh I don't know when I'm going to post this but at some point I will type thing yeah I mean nevertheless like the the dedication and the like I'm trying to think like the mentality that you have like that's (laughs) something to admire more than anything else like the fact that like what's the word i'm looking for uh freaking the discipline that you have for yourself like that is incredible kind of how you set yourself up and how you like go forth with some of these incredible frames from all these different tv shows and all these different movies and of course the big one i finally want to get to more than anything else the one that i first heard of you from more than anything else columbo like (laughs) i love it so much (laughs) i was gonna say how are what is it about columbo that also has a very special place in your heart and what made you want to recreate that as well all right, so let's let's get into this. So I I grew up watching the show again. I I grew up watching that with my dad. My dad introduced me to it. He he grew up with it as well. So he I watch it with him all the time. We still watch it together all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just became it just became such a special show to me. I kind of I kind of just kind of gravitate towards certain things easily, and I kind of get really connected with it, which is you know Seinfeld, Back to the Future, Columbo. Those are things that I just really. I gravitated towards and hold, like held on to something dear to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Columbo, actually Peter Fox, he started out as just a little a little doodle I did while watching, like oh, oh watching it with my dad, right, on TV. 
uh, and he just started out as a little a little doodle. Oh, he's a fox, cute. Uh, and he, then he just he became this <laughs> big big thing where I was like, he's he just he started a little sketch. That's all he was at first, just just for fun because you know me, me the one who always draws things as animals. That's just also how it started. Because yeah, it's a simple doodle as a little fox. Yeah. And then there's history, I guess. I mean, I think you've certainly picked, especially with that one, even like, I assume you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is that like the first show that more or less you wanted to do like the, the recreations of more because was that the one that kind of sparked the rest? Um, I think Seinfeld was a little bit before that. Okay. Okay. Not not by, not by much, Mm -hmm. but yes. So they're kind of around the same time, but I just really, at that point I was very, very fixated on Columbo. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do every episode, all of them. <laughs> I think I actually might go back and do them over, like do some more, do some more, like, da da da, because some of them are older and I want to kind of give them a, a upgrade, if you will. Yeah. And I, t- I'll probably go on. back and I'll, I'll go back and do some more probably at some point soon because I, I can't get enough of it. You know, I love doing them. Yeah, I, I mean, I can certainly tell just by the, again, the amount of stuff that you've done and the amount of recreation you've done with that kind of stuff. Like, does it ever <laughs> amaze you, like, just thinking back of how much you've invested in all this? Like, you ever have to step back and be like, how in the world did I create all of this? Oh, yo, no, I go back. Sometimes I go back to look at the 2017 ones, uh, 2018 ones, because that's when I was kind of doing it chronologically. Uh, I look back sometimes and I say, whoa. That's a lot of pictures, but it's kind of in the same vein as Back to the Future now. It's it's kind of the same thing, but kind of not. But yeah, I'm like, wow, I did like 100 million pictures in like a few months. <laughs> Goodness, like it's it's insane. Like I said before, like the production that you've been able to put and like the amount of detail and time and like more than anything else, what amazes me is not just the fact that you were able to do it, but the amount of character and personality that matches up with the characters that are already like exhibiting that on screen. But like you not only match it, but exceed it at times. Like how important is it for you to make sure that like every little detail, like every little expression is as animated while grounded as can be. Very, 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 very important. I expressions are one of my favorite things to ever like draw. I've always loved drawing expressions crazy ones like any kind like i always love drawing expressions and that's a pretty that's a very very important thing to me yes uh-huh i want to capture but i also want to exaggerate you know there you go yeah fair. uh do you have thinking back of all the different like redraws and recreations that you've done or whatnot is there a one that you could think of that was the most difficult for you to recreate like making sure that you got every little thing uh-huh. perfect mm-hmm. so uh like for like what show I've done, show or movie I've done, or like a scene, like I, what, what it, whichever one, whichever one you think was like the most difficult for you to like recreate and really like nail the aesthetic more than anything else. Because I, 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 I think, I think I, I think I'm gonna go with my Back to the Future project on that because it's so, like Back to the Future, everyone knows it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like I have a big task to make this look decent, I guess, for people to like look at, right? That's fair. I felt like that was probably. Probably the one I can think of. That's honestly. Oh, this, this, is, this is a cheese, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Cheese is another major thing about you, isn't it? Squishy cheese. Squishy oh, God. Not the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I like it. 
No, you're perfectly fine. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Like, I, you know, talking about like the most difficult one. I also on the flip side, can you think of a certain image that you would personally say is like your favorite one? Like looking back, you were like the most proudest when it was all said and done. Oh no, I think I have too many in my head that I think of. Oh no. Well, I can't. Well, well, if if you count, maybe if you count my animatics, my Seinfeld animatics. Yes. If we can count that. Cause there's which one? Which one did I recently do? Um, I remember it was the diner one. Oh, the the one with the eclair. <laughs> yeah, that was like the out of the trash. It was on a little toilet. That one, that one was. I I really had fun with that one. I'm actually really excited for an upcoming one that I'm going to start working on, probably for summer. Uh, to give you a little sneak peek. No soup for you. <gasps> no way. It's coming. It's coming. It's very highly requested. I'm like, you know, I gotta do it. I'm really excited about it. I so I'm gonna, I, I already gathered some scenes, like some some frames to like, oh, I'm gonna, yeah, this is probably what I'm gonna do. So I already gathered all those. So I'm just have to start working on them once I get free time. So I'm excited. But was, yeah, I, the, the George Eclair one was fun. The Elaine Reeves one was really fun to do too. <laughs> I love the seasonal festivus. From- yes, the festivist one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I forgot so I really- what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh. oh no. no that, that, that was a re- no. That was a reference to the scene. Just. Just. Oh. Right. <laughs> I lost my train. I lost my train of thought. I got I lost- a lot of problem with you people. <laughs> now you want to hear about it. <laughs> I was gonna say, for me personally, like just based on expressions alone, the the interaction between Jerry, George, and uh, Newman in the hallway or whatnot. No, oh, I, that one, that's a that one I had a lot. I had a ball working on that one. That one, oh gosh, that one was one of my favorites actually. <laughs> I did. There's an, actually one I haven't. I'm not. I don't know when this is gonna air, but I maybe in a few weeks I'm gonna upload. There's another one I have already finished. I finished it mar in March. Okay. Um. It it has Crazy Joe Debola making his appearance too. Ooh, there we go. So we're gonna see him. And we're gonna see him too. Uh, <laughs> Jerry's gonna have some crazy expressions in this one though. I'm gonna I'll let you know that Jerry's gonna be kind of funny. <laughs> oh goodness! I was gonna say like those alone are great. I know also for me personally like uh, your Columbo ones like especially when you do the animatics for them or whatnot. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Freaking the the one with the TV knob one is a classic more than anything. One I love that one. <laughs> That scene makes me laugh so hard, so I had to do my version of it because I thought that scene was so funny. So I just wanted to put Peter Fox in that situation too yep. with Mrs. Peck. He's ruining her TV. Poor guy. <laughs> if you just called the repairman, you let them know exactly what's going on. <laughs> out! 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 Oh, it's it's like what's incredible, like I said before, is like again, like these scenes on their own, they're already absolutely outstanding and hilarious and memorable more than anything else. But what you yeah. add to them with like the characters and like the expressions <laughs> and like again, like they make it like even more animated than anyone in Hollywood could have made it animated oh today. <laughs> yeah. I I the reason I do them is just for fun, for something silly, you know, just just for fun. Just something just something for people to enjoy, you know. I just, I just love making them, and I want to share them with everyone else. I guess that's probably the best way to put it. Like, are you also amazed by the reception that they have had more than anything else? Like, just seeing. Not, okay, so yeah, I didn't expect the the you the reception on YouTube for the Seinfeld ones. <laughs> that's 
like that's constant like people are seeing i guess people are telling me the algorithm is showing them to them like oh what that's so weird but i was not i did not i expect people to get that much enjoyment out of them and that like makes my day to see all the time it really makes me so happy I'm wondering how widespread that like reception and like the algorithm is. Cause I'm wondering, like, have you ever had, like, have you heard from any of the people that were involved with that kind of stuff? Like the original project, have you heard from any of them saying that they've seen your project or love it? No, oh. I'm kind of nervous to hear about that. If I, they do I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Not really, but kind of <laughs> nervous. What would they think of it? I guess kind of thing. I know. I imagine, like, at least in my mind, I'm thinking, like, probably the easiest one to get it to. I imagine, like, maybe, like, a Christopher Lloyd or, like, Jason Alexander, one of those, like, getting this. Yeah, they're very, they're, they're very active online, pretty much. I could, that's probably what it would be. I mean, either way, like, just getting them a chance to, like, see it or whatnot, like, I can only imagine, like, it, it, if this is just, like, us talking to you, like, I imagine the people getting to oh see their God. performance being animated. I can only imagine how surreal it must be for them. I wonder, yeah, I, I, if that ever happens someday, wow, I, I don't, I'll probably, kind, I'll probably be kind of speechless without speech. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm just gonna, if that happens, that's so cool, right? So maybe we'll never, we'll never know. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it will happen someday. I mean, it, it, it's, it has to happen at some point because again, with how, <laughs> how widespread and how stunning these frames look, I keep talking about that over and over again. But I mean, goodness, like. Maria, you can agree with me, but like these things, they look super surreal, and incredible that they exist. <laughs> oh yeah, my people, god! Yeah. I, people I say, like, "Oh, sorry, go ahead." I'm sorry, you no, no, you go. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> no, and you go. And the episode's about you. You speak. I want to hear what you want to say. Hello, hello. I'm <laughs> you go. I was just saying, people think it's like, oh, this is from an alternate universe type thing, and that kind of makes me laugh. I love that. It's like, oh. That's so funny. I was just about to say, like, every time I see, like, the screenshots that you do, I'm just like, oh, muy... <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's... it's oh, I'm just, like, Gordon Ramsay-ing it. I'm just like, oh, yes, finally. Some good fucking <laughs> meat. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Chef. <laughs> I, I appreciate how you handled the cheese in that one. Um. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little cheesy, but I guess gotta. Uh, <laughs> the cheese. <laughs> the cheese. The audio. I, I just gotta say, the audio audience, whatnot. They must be amazed, wonder like, oh, why are you no, talking about I cheese? Forgot. <laughs> I forgot. For those, for those listening to the audio, I have a cheese like it's like a really squishy like stress ball cheese. That's a cheese shape. So that's that's what you're hearing us talk about right now. I'm so sorry for what I'm about to say, but like the I knew it was cheese, but my mind is just saying croissant for some reason. So I croissant 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 um. <laughs> Not, but um, what was I gonna, But get back to the interview before we really divulge yes, too much yes, into. Yes. Before we sorry about cheese, sorry about the like, cheese conversation. Don't, sorry, don't, sorry, sorry. don't worry, this is a good conversation. But I would like to get back to where oh, we were going. Oh, <laughs> get out. Yeah. You can't tell me to get out. This is my podcast. This is well. This is our podcast. But yeah, yeah that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But. <laughs> 
back to what I was going to get at. It's incredible seeing kind of the TV shows and the uh, the movies they've been able to recreate and like seeing your influence on them. But another thing that has a major influence on your life that we've talked about, teased a little bit, a little bit is Journey. I have to know like more or less how much of a foundation that is for you and your art. Huge. Massive. <laughs> oh my gosh. I It's one of the things that really like had me diving into like my my enthusiasm for the 80s and vintage like that really when i discovered well not not really discovered because i knew obviously i've known about journey who doesn't know journey music right but when i really wanted i you know when so think about me is when i really when i find like oh i really like this thing i really like really like that thing (laughs) i will really like go into it i will look at everything i will look at every interview every like i'll read everything that's what I did with Jerry and Steve Perry. I was, I was, you know, some, I was younger and that really, I just really wanted to be there. I wanted to feel like I was there. I was part of that. That's what made me like this yeah. 80s person journey is something that really turned me like into this. <laughs> but yeah, I, when I get into something, I get into it. I, I get very obsessed about things a lot, as you can see from, you know, my redraws and stuff. It's just something I love so much, right? I was going to say your redraws, your enthusiasm, your back wall right now, just filled with all sorts of different memorabilia. <laughs> I really love collecting things. I can tell. And there, it's, it's a great collection more than anything else. But back to Journey for a minute. Yeah. I was like, you talk about like Steve Perry alone. Like, I correct me if I'm wrong. Is that part of the inspiration why you go buy Cosmo Perry online? That's the reason. <laughs> that is the reason. Perry, yeah. I mean, yes, Journey is they they really they they made me they they made me into the person i am they shaped me the music shaped me steve perry oh yeah yes that's 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 the best thing i could do i was gonna say like i know you even went like one step further with it because i saw that you were at least attempting to make a concept for a thing called journey beyond journey beyond has been a thing i've been working on for almost 12 years right so it's been yeah Oh, yes, yes. How how so would you, how would you describe Journey Beyond? Journey. So the characters from Journey Beyond started out as a Steve Perry. Uh, so the characters were like uh, personified versions of Journey albums throughout the years, mm-hmm. but they're also look like Steve Perry. They started out as a co- like a weekly comic strip I used to do um, when I was younger, and it kind of just it it's evolved throughout you know the almost twelve years that it's existed. So Journey Beyond was like a like a fan art thing. It started out as Journey fan art, technically. And I'm still working on it. I'm still I've just been so busy, but I'm still I'm still working on it. It's it's not dead. It's it's alive. Right. Um right. I just I'm just working I'm working on reviving it into a whole new concept reboot. Ooh. Uh it'll eventually be a webcomic once I get the story finalized, because I want to make a real real story for it. Because it right. used to be obviously used to be a comic with just random situations with the, these characters. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm still going. I'm just working and buying the scenes on stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I totally understand. But I mean, <laughs> even then, like the foundation that you have there, like it's a good foundation more than anything else. Because I'm sure you could probably attest to this as a fan of Journey. It's one of those like yeah. their albums, like whether it be the art or the music itself, like really leaves a lot to the imagination to like really create a world yeah. and a landscape. Oh, that I yeah. imagine so, it, the I, world, the world of Journey Beyond is very, it's Journey album centric. There's so many references to them because that's the foundation. I wanted to keep that there, sort of, but also make it into its own since it's 
you know, been existed. Right. It's coming to its own. I mean, I can only imagine, like I said before, like just seeing like, again, the foundation that is there more than anything else. And like, what I was trying to say was uh, like the landscape that it sort of leads. It's more or less like just clay or putty in your hands that you're just eager for the chance to like grab it and like cheese mold in into what you want it to be. Cheese in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Cheese. Yeah. So it's, it's still, it's still there. I'm just, yeah, I'm molding it into something that then went, then it'll be ready to be out there. So I'm just working on refining some details with characters and story. Right. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It's just, it's just a really special project to me. Cause I've been working on it for so long, probably my longest running project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nevertheless, like it just sounds like even like just what is there, what's out there, whatnot, it already looks to be like something unique and wholly like amazing more than anything else. Knowing like right. knowing the foundation behind it, the art style that you can yeah. bring to it more than anything else. Like I can only imagine how over the top fantastic it can be. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it something interesting. I'm trying to make it interesting. I, I, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to write. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to make this work. But yeah, I want to make it interesting enough for people to be like into. Oh, I want to read more. I want to know more about it. Right. Was, That's what I've been doing lately. I was gonna say, <laughs> Maria can test this. I'm barely a writer. I can totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I, I can't do it. It's so hard for what? me. I, I like drawing. <laughs> You're telling me this in the middle of the podcast now that you're not much of a writer? I said, oh I, I said I'm barely a writer. I didn't say I'm not a writer. I, I mean, obviously, based on the pilot that I, mean, I wrote, it was a good foundation, if nothing else. We're just Everyone is sort of a writer? <laughs> I don't write at all. Like, it, that's why I, I had... Like, anytime I'm doing anything that involves writing, I just have him do it. Not that I can't do it, but I'm just right. like, I don't want to do it because My that requires big brain energy, and I don't have Oh, that. yeah, it does. Writing is so big brain. I appreciate any writers out there. You guys are amazing. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, when it comes to writing, at least for me, like, because I'm also getting, like, fairly new to, like, animation writing or whatnot. My goal at this point is to try to translate what Maria is trying to create, you know? <laughs> I get you. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong, Maria? Yes, and somehow you, you somehow we're still um, alive and breathing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh uh, goodness! But what was I gonna say? Freaking going back to the original podcast itself. Um, it's one of those. Whenever you do get the opportunity to really like showcase the the journey beyond and really get to produce it and make it what you want it to be, like what should the people expect? Uh, just just something fun, something. It's, it's kind of more like a fantasy kind of story ish, um, family oriented. Like it's kind of you know about the bond of family and whatnot, but uh just a sec to expect something something fun <laughs> yeah i i mean again, I'm, all about, I'm all about fun <laughs> again based on what you've been able to produce so far it's gonna be fun no matter how much you put out there <laughs> thank you oh my gosh <laughs> i was gonna say like um like Again, I, I kind of already asked this question, but think about all the art that you've been able to produce for all different aspects, all sorts of different, you know, uh, you know, properties, all sorts of different characters and yeah. whatnot. Just being able to produce that stuff and seeing more or less like the reception that it's had and the fact that people are just craving for more and more. 
does it ever surprise you just how far you've come along on your art journey and how much people have been able, like how much both you've progressed as an artist as well as how much people have appreciated and loved the art that you've been able to make? Oh yeah. I, I really, I, I love thinking back on that. I love thinking back on how far it's all come. I really do. It, it like warms my heart to think about it. I'm like sometimes I take a step back and wow, this is, uh, this is how my art, this is what my art is about now. Like this is, I'm able to, well, what I always wanted to do in my past is just be able to have people to share my art with. So like people, just anybody like, oh, I wonder maybe someday, you know, someday people will, oh, look at my art and like, we will like really enjoy it and like to see it, right? Back then when I was younger, I didn't, yeah, so yeah. That's just something I always, I always wanted to be able to share my art, be able to, I guess not. I mean, I never really thought about having audience. I never thought I would you know, get that far, right? Have an audience for it. And though that I'm like here, I have people who are so supportive and appreciative of what I put out. I just think back and just, I'm just really happy, you know? I mean, you have all the right to be happy more than anything else with the stuff you've been able to create. It's just something I've always, I've always dreamed of having just, just really awesome people to be there. There you go. Um, I'm starting to get down to some of the final questions. Maria, do you have any questions you want to ask Cosmo before I get to the the big finale? Let's hear it. Oh my God. Okay. So speaking of Don Blue, um, what is your favorite Don Bluth movie? And do you ever look back at that movie? Yes. <laughs> I watch it a lot. I still watch it all. Land Before Time is my favorite because it was my first, it was my first Bluth movie I ever saw as a little baby. Right. Um, I watch it all the time. I, I just, I can't get enough of it. It's my favorite Bluth film. All Those Go to Heaven is also uh, up there too. All, I, ha- I own all of them. VHS, but I watch them. I just watch them. I just, I, I love them so much. <laughs> you know, talking about the VHS real quickly, I, I, I did bring up a good point that I forgot to ask sooner. It's one of those, like, for you, I've noticed there's, like, a lot of, like, love and appreciation for just vintage stuff in general. Like, how important yeah. is it for you to have more or less that kind of, like, vintage preservation, and especially in today's, you know, wild and wacky oh, yeah. internet age? Very, very new stuff. New stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's important to me to give people to just be able to see how far things have come. Like, you know, the TV behind me is from like 1984. I have a, like a 1984 TV. I have a Walkman right here. I use it on a daily. I just think it's people, it's really cool if people that, I've noticed people rediscovering this kind of stuff like finals are making a comeback, record players. It's really cool to see that. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, I really like seeing people rediscover that stuff. I mean, it, it, it's certainly a good thing. It's like seeing more or less, especially some of the older stuff, the durability they've been able to have at this point, and the 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 oh yeah, the nostalgia <laughs> factor that tends to kick in with a lot of people, like whether yeah. they experience it or not, like firsthand or secondhand. Like it's incredible to see it like resurge. So it is right. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're certainly one of the figureheads to help with that resurgence more than anything else with the art you've been able to produce. You noticed that, and I'm like, that's so that's so cool. I never would have never would have imagined that would have happened, you know? Exactly. That's just really cool. I find that to be, it's really amazing. Cool. <laughs> do you have any more questions, Maria? Yes, I do. I yeah. have two more questions. Go for it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. 
I want to see that fursuit head, please. Oh! Because he's been staring at the corner of the screen okay. for a good while let me, now. Let me get it. Hang on, I gotta take these out real quick. Okay. Okay, I don't have my headphones in. Let me just grab one, put it in. Okay. Okay, here it is. God, that's amazing. I made him. He's my boy, Cosmo. Yeah. You made him? I made him. Oh, wow. What? Foam, hot glue, materials. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> How oh, long... you became my favorite person today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, my God. How long did it take you to make that? Um, I made, so I, he's, so this kid, this, this character's had a lot of, uh, suit revisions throughout right. the years. Um, this version is from 2020. Mm -hmm. I spent maybe off and on maybe a week or so on this re revision of him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something around that. So I love building them. It's just fun. It's another, it's another art form. I love is just you know, make, make things like, like this. It's like a making your character come to life. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, so, and it looks so. It looks like exactly like your drawings too. I so. tried. I really tried because I wanted to capture I the real the real cartooniness of it. You know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so he's fun to wear. I love. I love to just another thing about me is the reason I got into this. Uh, the first suiting, for I call it like performing as a character. I've always loved. To perform, I, I used I was involved in a lot of like pr productions and theater, right? Okay. That's one of the reasons I love doing this because I get to just I love performing and doing that kind of stuff and becoming a character is just everything. I love it. <laughs> it's like Disneyland. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I was gonna like go ahead and also say like just like admiring it. What now? No, what was it? That uh, yeah. Words are wonderful. Sorry. Brain need to reboot real quickly. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, you say it's like a, a fursuit, but, like, if you hold that, like, just the right angle or whatnot, it's just a reflection of you. Let's just be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmo, where are you? Cosmo, Here I am. Cosmo, why are there two heads of you? <laughs> oh, my God. Because I am orange boy. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, any other questions for Cosmo, Maria? Here, let's hear it. I love questions. I love questions. I'm going to have to put you on the spot for this one. Uh-oh. Okay, so... What if... If you were to do us as animals, what would that be and what would I be? So... He already told me that he would be a red panda, right? I asked you that question before, you, right? You, you did, but I also want to know, like, now that you actually had a chance to, like, sit down and talk with me or whatnot, I don't know if that image, like, lines up or if you had another animal in mind. I really like the red panda for you. Okay. Not going to lie. I, I love that. You can thank Maria for that one because I asked her for a previous thumbnail, like, what animal um, I should be or whatnot, and that was the connection oh, that she made, so. I love that. I love the red panda. That's great. So, <laughs> let me see. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look over my monitor real quick because my computer's up here. Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, you know what? This might be kind of. <laughs> this is pretty expected of me. I think you would be a gray fox. Okay. Oh. I see a gray. I see a gray fox on you. Gray foxes are so cool, just like you. There you go. <laughs> 
I was gonna say, Marie, what is the the usual like fursona or animal sona you usually pref- uh, make for yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not gonna spill the tea until. Oh, come on! Come oh, on! I can't give you that. <laughs> I I understand. <laughs> that's fair that's fair um i was gonna say like i'm glad you also asked that question because it did also lead me to one last question that i forgot to ask as well like obviously like you've already created a whole bunch of like you know incredible personas and incredible alpha incredible properties or whatnot is there right. a is there a property is there a tv show or a movie that you've been itching to like give your own recreation for that you haven't touched already um so I get this, I kind of get this similar question sometimes, like, oh, are you going to do any other ones? Are you going to do, because, well, the thing is with Seinfeld, the big, my big three here, Back to the Future, Seinfeld, Columbo, they're just super, very important franchises to me, right? Right. So it's like, I haven't really given much thought to other ones because I'm not as a, a huge of a fan of them okay. as I like, as I am with those. When I'm, it'd be hard to like think of one. I mean... I, so actually, there is one. I'm looking at my one of my one of my other video cabinets right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had in the years ago. Years ago, I kind of had thoughts of doing Ferris Bueller, Ooh. but it's not. It's not obviously nothing like set in stone. It's just something I oh I have an idea. Like what right. if that was a thing? Around the same time I was coming up with Bark to the Future, mm-hmm. I'm like hmm, that would be fun because I already I can already think of I can already think of things for that one, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. That's just something that could come to mind when you ask that question. I don't know when or if that would happen, but that's just, I guess, an answer I have for that. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, thinking, like, especially, like, the era that the big three already come, you know, a part of, like, Ferris Bueller is right. a part of that cornerstone as well. So I see, get that instant right. connections or right. whatnot. Plus, yeah. With, yeah. plus with how vibrant and animated that movie also is, again, easy to make that connection as well. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about that one in the past, so we'll see. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, I'm already thinking back at, like, the different characters and whatnot. I can already imagine, like, the principal alone being, like, a bulldog or something along the lines of that, you know? For for him, I kind of uh, – is it Principal Rooney, right? Yes. I kang- Kangaroo was immediate. Rue. Okay, yeah. Rue. yeah that, that's kind of what I thought for him. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that, you know, that, that's a lot – that's probably a lot better. That's something that. I – yeah. That's something you know. It goes back to how I how I assign animals to people. His name in a, in a movie, Principal Rooney, Rue. That was just like right in there in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. Well, we've been talking a lot about the art you have been able to produce and some of the incredible like stuff you've been able to have a hand in. But for this next question, I want to give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may. Let's <laughs> say I am Big Shot, Mister Moneybags. I come up to you. I'm like, look, oh, no. Cosmo. <laughs> like your art is absolutely stunning and we know if you know given the opportunity you could produce produce something that is truly amazing and truly incredible we have connections to anyone and everyone in the art industry and more money than there should be possible we could probably focus this effort towards like restorations and all this kind of stuff but we'll focus on that later right now this is all on you if given this opportunity what would be the dream cosmo perry project <laughs> oh no oh great you know what mm. it's mm. like kind of mm. no why did you do this to me because <laughs> i want to see i want to see all four of them uh hey, journey I... beyond bark to the future Columbo, and seinfeld that's the no i can't i can't i can't so, 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 so if i may find a way to compromise all four of these 
would basically just making your own animation studio in order to produce this kind of stuff be possibly the the thing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Like I was going to say like especially like if like in this universe or whatnot, we'd be able to get you the rights to all those properties to where you could actually oh, make that recreation or whatnot and make it like a true animated form. Like, yeah, I can already imagine that stuff. Right. Oh man. <laughs> Cosmo Fox studio or something. I don't know. Something hey. silly like that. The big cheese. I was going to say the, the, the big cheese. <laughs> big cheese. <laughs> the big cheese. The big cheese. Um, yeah. Cosmo Fox. Actually, yeah, Cosmo, he's he's actually been a character that I've had technically for a very long time. Okay. Um, one of my, I used to, he was my persona I used to draw myself as. This is, so he started out as a Neopets um, OC, if you will, okay. right? He, he was a loop, uh, loop Neopet. And know. he, yeah, right? <laughs> I was obsessed with loops. I still, I have a huge collection of loops right over here, but... He started out as a loop, right? And he's evolved since 2005, 2004. He's been with me ever since because Neopets as was actually a very big influence on me too. Artistically, artistically, uh, Neopets was really one of the things that helped me learn to draw uh, too. I loved it so much. When it's amongst my influ influences and in my art is Disney, Bluth, Neopets, Emblemation, 2D DreamWorks movies like Spirit, Prince of Egypt, what have you, um, Looney Tunes, like I, all those things I wanted to, that's what my, my style is kind of a, uh, like a mixture of all that, all my influences throughout my years, I kind of wanted to make it and turn it into something like my own thing, I guess, kind of. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice, good, like delicious animation suit that's produced a wonderful dish that is your art. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maybe with a little bit of like cheese shredded on top just for extra measure, you know? <laughs> yes, cheddar. <laughs> give, give it a nice je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yeah. uh, but sadly, we got to get down from the clouds, from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality. And I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself, say, five to ten years from now? Okay. So, I mean... The last 5, 10, 15 years of 20 years of my life have been like this almost the same thing as they are now, like just doing art, just constantly drawing, right? And for the next 5, 10 years, that's kind of what I want to keep keep continuing to do, just to draw. Uh, I mean, just anything. It could be anything like, because drawing is something uh, that's always been part of me. Mm -hmm. as, so in the future I want to keep doing that whether it be like you know commission work character design work uh, like a promotional artwork that I've done for like conventions and I've done some for theater stuff as well like performing arts I've done promotional art when I was younger for things like that so that's the kind of stuff I like to do and I kind of want to keep doing that kind of stuff but I, as like for specifics I don't know I don't have to think in my head like what I actually want to do mm -hmm. i kind of just go with the flow what whatever like opportunities will come up then i'll just say hey you know what let's go let's give it a try you know i i mean if this podcast is more or less like a uh a spotlight on kind of the stuff you've been able to do with that kind of mentality if you're, you're just gonna be keeping on doing that for the next five to ten years i'm sure plenty plenty 
plenty <laughs> of incredible opportunities are coming your way. So I'm sure there's going to be no shortage yeah. of that one way or another. <laughs> that would be so fun. Like, yeah. Things like that have come in the past, like, five years. Like, I was, I've been working with a, uh, a producer, Aaron, Aaron Fromm, who, uh, who put out sessions with Stan. Mm-hmm. It's an animated short about Stan Lee, which I was brought on board to do a character design for Stan Lee, an animated cartoon version of him in the short uh, video it's on YouTube. So that's like one thing that I was kind of um, apprehensive about actually like, going for it because I've never really been good at drawing humans, I guess. Like that was never been my strongest thing. I was like, huh. Should I do it? Should I, or am I too too scared to actually like try it? Especially someone like Stan Lee. Everyone knows Stan Lee. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want it. Should I do it? I gave it a lot of thought and said, you know what? Let's go for it. What? Well, let's just do it. And that's kind of the mentality I've kept from then on. Like, to just kind of try something uh, instead of just kind of being scared. Because I, I, I kind of would like let the opportunities kind of go because I would be too nervous to say, oh, am I am I able to like pull this off maybe to do it but nowadays i'm like you know what? let's just do it do it <laughs> and i've really learned a lot from that um uh, taking advantage of like really cool opportunities that have come my way yeah. so yeah and think but even like what was this like seven seven eight years ago i was i would approach to do a thumbnail for a five nights of freddy's song called creeping towards the door in 2015 which was a <laughs> that was a fun project to work on doing a thumbnail for a song this is like these those back then that was like a new opportunity for me to something so like a music music video almost like they had my art in the background of the video where the lyrics were growing that's like a, that was like a new world for me i said whoa this is cool i want to do more stuff like this so i just kind of dip my toe toe into new new things here and there whatever they might be. So <laughs> I was going to say tipsy. I saw the excitement you kind of just had right there when she mentioned that no, song. I, I, yeah. I, I was just like, Tell me more sorry. I, I did told you guys that like I was introduced to Cosmo, uh, through, through the five nights at Freddy. Yeah. I was just like, Oh yeah, that, that song. I totally remember that. Actually. And how much I did love the art. I was just like, man, I wish I knew who the artist was. <laughs> I actually I, recently I re-released that drawing because I re-released it not too long ago because I actually never did post it on its own back in 2015. I never ever released it, but so mm-hmm. until this year, seven, eight years later, I actually finally released it for people to see and that some people didn't even know, like they didn't know I did it, even though my username was in the video. Right. But a lot of yeah. people didn't know that was me and they were like, What? That's so I was really cool to see that people remembered it that like really warmed my heart that people remembered that picture from the song so I just really thought that was so cool that's something yeah. that I, sorry I was gonna say that was something no, that, no, you, you, go. That, you go. that's something that I've always noticed when it comes to like thumbnail art especially um, I've had actually a couple of artists that have done thumbnails for like some popular YouTubers on this podcast because I love the thumbnails that they provide and like it for a lot of people and you could probably attest to this for someone that has you know, both made this thumbnail as well as the thumbnail you were talking about. Um, you like, it's a first step for anymore. It's a first glance for a person to like, see and like go full in on whatever the video may or may not be, may be. Yeah. So like for you, you're providing like the best first impression as possible. 
I enjoy doing I enjoy doing YouTube thumbnails and actually that same year I did a lot of thumbnails for Biogods the he's a furry YouTuber I did a lot of thumbnails for him back in the day too okay that's kind of I kind of got into thumbnail art for a while because people were saying hey do you do these and I said sure <laughs> so I just kind of got into creating these for people I did a lot of art in the Mario fandom in very early days and I still do a lot of Mario art I love doing Mario drawings right <laughs> I started out with Mario stuff kind of when I was kind of first like dabbling into the internet and you know learning about how to post art online mario was a thing to start with and but that original stuff finance of phrase came along and that was i had so much fun making finance of phrase art and i still i still love doing them i'd love to do them more it just has so much of my plate you know right. so many things to draw so little time kind of thing <laughs> that's fair i was gonna say I, yeah. I remember seeing some of that mario art and i absolutely love how it's just basically like if Don Bluth produced like the classic eighties Mario show or whatnot, that's how people, that's how people usually put it. <laughs> I mean, it works perfectly seeing how you designed it or anything else. It did lead me to a random question. I'm sure you probably had this asked before, but have you seen that random screenshot of, what was it like the princess peach wearing like the Millie Vanilli sweater or something like that? I, that. <laughs> I, see that one. I love that screenshot. Ha have you ever considered recreating that? Just that little right. screenshot alone. <laughs> I kind of really want to, not going <laughs> to lie. I want to do that with my peach. <laughs> I, I say go for it. I encourage it more than anything else. But let's just let's do go. one random fan off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. Oh, uh, goodness. Um, <laughs> There's also many different kinds of things people come to me and ask me to create. And a lot of times, I mean, I used to be so, as I was saying before, I used to be kind of nervous about, saying yes what if i do something what if i do it wrong what if i don't do it good enough or you know things like that but i learned to just take opportunities because you never know it could be so like it could be really fun and you could learn a lot from it that's what i've learned from doing character designs for aaron the sessions of the stand guy i i've worked with him before we did sessions of the stand because i was brought on board for the set for a stand in 2019 to do his character design and it was released in 2020 okay uh, so I've been working with Aaron on his other, some other projects, you know, back in the day. So thanks to him, actually, I've been more comfortable doing human designs, doing character sheets and whatnot with humans. Cause he had me do a lot of fun stuff right in the past. So I have to thank him for a lot of giving me a lot of confidence to take on more projects like that. I mean, that's fair. I was going to say, I mean, it's it, it's incredible the human designs you've been able to do. Though I bet you could probably agree. The furry designs are just probably more fun to do, aren't they? <laughs> more, it's more my, like, it's more something I've been, animals and stuff were something I always grew up doing. And humans were not something I would gravitate to very much. I was more animal characters. That's how oh, I love to draw animals. Yeah. So, but so, when I, was, I mean, when I first started actually like really delving into human designs was when I started Journey Beyond in 2011. Oh, that's okay. what really got me to, to actually starting drawing humans seriously because it, they were still like not great because they're you know they're super cartoony and like not really like amazing humans. <laughs> but there, that's what really got me like delving into actually drawing humans like properly thanks to Journey Beyond and the fact they were human characters. So that actually got me. Back then, it got me to drawing humans a little bit better, trying to improve it from then on. I mean, either way, like whether it's human or animal designs, I mean, you still knock it out of the park just about every single time, especially with all the opportunities you've been able to get with that stuff. I know we kind of talked about uh, earlier, you know, just all these different, you know, 
opportunities that you've more or less created for yourself. But I forgot to ask, like, obviously, like, this led to some incredible opportunities that you've already mentioned a little bit with some of the thumbnails. Um, I know we mentioned this beforehand, but you've been able to do some, like, book covers and stuff for a thing called Animatopia. Yes. yes. Wait. Hang on. I'm going to grab it. Hold on. Grab it. Oh my god. <laughs> there it is. Show those beautiful people. This one right here. Look at that. Wow. Oh this my god. Do because I love doing like toony characters. Mm -hmm. There was some really cool ones on here. A lot of different styles going. Oh, so yeah. That one was cool. That was a cool one to do. <laughs> but like uh, yes. So I love doing it's new opportunities, new kind of like uh, medium set things. Ooh, sorry, grab it. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I I wanted to ask, like, obviously you talked about like a whole bunch of like previous, you know, opportunities or whatnot, whether it be the ones you created for yourself. What would, in yeah. your opinion, be like the coolest opportunity you've been able to do thanks to some of your previous stuff? Like, you know, people be like, oh, I loved you doing this. Like, could you do this for us? Like, what was the coolest opportunity for you? Oh, boy. So far, anyway, I mean, as far as things I can talk about. So some things that I've kind of been involved with I can't talk about yet. So, um, I think for right... Mm, okay, I might I might even, like, I might be forgetting something. But I think right now it might be the Sessions with Stan thing. It's probably one of the, like, the coolest things I thought I was able to be involved with. Mm -hmm. I, I, if, I'm not, if I'm not forgetting something. But also convention, art, doing art for, like, furry conventions, too. That's something that was just so cool to finally get to do. So it's kind of a tie, I guess, between things like that. So far, anyway, because there's some things I cannot mention just yet. <laughs> fair. That's but, fair. Oh, well, keep it uh, Yes, I got. I gotta gotta keep some things on the down low for right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, more than anything else, we want to make sure that you don't destroy so many NDAs that it ruins what you know you yeah, may have. Yeah, I, I, I always be good about that kind of stuff. We also try to be good about that stuff here. Don't worry. Um, yeah, yeah. You can look at I'm doodling. You're doodling. That's fair. Hey, just... I'm doodling. I feel like that. I really just like kind of draw all the time. See, oh, so basically everyone that's ever known me in my lifetime, like just everyone that's ever known me throughout my life just knew me as the kid who's always had their sketchbook, always had my bag full of my markers and, you know, my little, my art, my, I had like a, like a binder full of all my drawings. I would just kind of bring with me places because I, I was a kid, right? I would just bring them with me. So everyone that's ever known me knew I was the art kid, the art person, the kid that I would give people drawings for their birthday. I would draw them something for their birthday, right? <laughs> like that was, that was, I was that kid. I would just draw all the time. I always have things with me and like this, things like this, I would just be doing, you know, whether it be like during rehearsals, cause I, you know, me and my family were involved in performing arts a lot back in the day, like productions. So, you know, I'd just be drawing during rehearsal, like, you know, da da da, at school, any setting, like I would just be drawing anywhere. <laughs> uh, I would draw, like as a kid, I would draw comics or like just scenes of just random things in like, or things that inspired by my life. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what a lot of my drawings are very inspired by my life or my family, especially like Journey and Beyond is kind of also very inspired by my, my my whole family, which is it's a very very much a family oriented story. Okay. So a lot of my art is very based on my family, my life, things I inspiration such as like just things around me, you know, 
things I grew up on, like music, especially music. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I could go on about music and my art. We're not stopping you. <laughs> we can't stop I you. Can all I have to say is I agree with you 100% because I'm a I'm a artist that I really can't do like any type of art without listening to music at all. Yes, yes. no, because music has just always been a huge thing in my family and just all the time because, you know, my mom and dad, they'd always like just blast music throughout the house if we were cleaning or something, or just, you know, getting together with friends over, always just blasting music, you know, 80s music, usually 80s music. Uh, a lot of my drawings are very based on music, like the titles of my pictures. You might notice I like, sometimes I'll have like parentheses and I'll have like music lyrics in some of my drawings mm, because yeah. a lot of art is based on music that I grew up on, 80s music I grew up on. and. And I was, as a kid, and even now, I always like to imagine my characters singing certain songs or just any character singing certain songs. Like, for example, that one picture I did recently with Glamrock Freddy and Glamrock Bonnie from Barnett's of Freddy's Security Breach, I did one of them singing You're a Friend of Mine by Clarence Clements and Jackson Brown. So that's like, I imagine, I drew them, but I imagined them singing that song together. And I did one of Cosmo with a sledgehammer based <laughs> off Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer. Uh, what else? Oh, I did it. Well, come on, feel the noise. Another Five Nights at Freddy's one I recently released uh, of Security Beach because they're very glam rock. Yeah, yeah. So it was like yeah. that song. I can like that's the song I imagine these characters like singing. I always use uh, Dead Man's Party for my Dry Bowser pictures uh, by Ongo Boingo. <laughs> that's the song. See, there's just so much music. Huh. I wonder what the that... connection there is. Hmm. <laughs> there's just so much music that is just super a huge a huge thing in my art i always have music be a recurring theme usually you might notice like in maybe future pictures or you know things you've seen in the past there's always kind of something music musically oriented whether it be the designs or uh the titles of the pictures so i like to like music's always kind of been a recurring theme <laughs> i mean that's absolutely fair i mean you heard you know tipsy talking about you know obviously music helping her with art or whatnot i can easily attest just like yeah how i can yeah always always i always listen to music when i draw always <laughs> i was gonna say i know that like for me personally it's always i like music has always been like an integral part of my life and like my identity more or less um if i mm -hmm. drew oh, art yeah. i would probably be you know listen to music i try i try having at least some sort of like music going on whenever i'm doing like any sort of work like i work at a a, a warehouse you know forklift you know that stuff like that and like oh, music yeah. is usually playing on my little speaker that i got right next to my head and that's what helps me get through I the mean, day yeah either music, music or podcast <laughs> yeah music, pod, yeah there you go that's that's perfect Music is everything. i, I will <laughs> say i feel bad for anybody that like um because uh uh little fun fact about me um i'm like currently i'm at my retail job and i do assistant manager and stuff like that and every time i'm closing the store i'm always like blasting like my music and stuff like that because like i i have to hear the same five types of songs that play in my oh no i'm so sorry especially no, if they're like i feel i feel bad for the store that's next to me because the type of music i be playing is either like um like really like funk music or uh, that's not the worst part the worst ones are the tiktok songs that i'd be playing like squidward's oh. notes from cupcake <laughs> like every time like it's a peaceful like quiet story they think they're going home like normally and it'd be like i'd rather have squidward no bump bump <laughs> 
At least you're leaving an impression. Do yeah, do it. Do what you gotta do. Oh, my dog's drinking water. I don't know if you can hear that. No, honestly, we didn't. Know. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can hear it, but he's drinking water. He's he's drinking water after after all of that. He's, he's good. Goodness. Well, but, uh, I, I was actually, yeah. I, sorry, I, Maria, I was going to say, I was going to guess that if nothing else, like at least on top of all those songs you talk about, like there's got to be at least one or two Broadway tunes that you're blasting at full volume right there. I feel like oh I, uh, oh no, the thing is I would never, I would never play it like publicly. I would either have to play it like with friends or in my car or in my space when I'm drawing because right. I, and that's just for me because I will belt out a fucking tune <laughs> on Broadway. I will do it. Do and it. I know myself to not do that in public, at least when I There's am. There's nothing wrong with that. Show tunes are just so much fun. Love it. They are so much fun. I love, I love that. As someone who, you know, I, as I mentioned, someone who was in, I always used to perform a lot in performing arts. So I love doing, I love theater stuff. <laughs> Have you, um, actually, now I'm going to turn this question to you real quick. Um, how, do you like remember any of your performances that you've done? I do remember all of them. So a few of them that I've been involved with, ooh, um, A Christmas Carol, a okay. few times. Okay. Um, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, what else? Uh, uh Joseph and the Amazing Teddy Color Dreamcoat is another one. Um, like, like I was saying, all me and my family were all like in these shows. It was really fun just to do them together. There be you part go. of, you know, I love performing arts. So, um, is there a highlight that you could think of like your personal favorite performance, whether it be like just the role that you had or just the experience with your family? Oh, I think, oh, so I think I have two favorite roles. Actually, maybe one. Go for okay. it. <laughs> so, I'm all from a Christmas Carol. So, in 2006, so okay. 2007, I was a newsie. I was a little like a town's kid. I was ensemble, I was a newsie. I was yes. like, how old was I? Nine. So yeah, I played a newsie. That was one of my favorite roles because I like the costume. And then uh, that's the I think my other, one of my other favorites was in 2011 when we did a Christmas Carol. We were part of Christmas Carol again. I was a chimney sweep, so that was fun because we got to you know do a little like step in time stuff. So it was really fun. <laughs> nice. That was one of my favorite roles too. <laughs> I'm now just imagining your like the the fox character that you have like dressing yeah. up for one of those Christmas Carol yeah. roles. <laughs> Yes, right? I should draw that as a, as a callback. <laughs> that would be fun. I like to do things like that, little callbacks. Hey, that, oh, especially with the, the characters you have and the personalities you bring to them, a callback is always like essential at this point, right? <laughs> callbacks are something I love to include in like a lot of my stuff. I love to include just throwbacks to certain things that people might remember or whatnot. So, Yeah. <laughs> I, I I love doing those kind of things. I'll say I especially can imagine like it probably like excites you even more whenever you get an opportunity to like you have that callback in there and people like almost instantly recognize it or it takes a while for them to recognize it. <laughs> I love yeah. when someone recognizes something I put in like on purpose to see if oh so somebody recognized this and I love when people do. I was gonna say, I think I think the thumbnail alone has a little bit of a callback with the giant block of cheese in the middle of the table. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, there he is. <laughs> there he is, the man of the hour. <laughs> have you even? Wait, we've been talking about this cheese for a very long time. Have you ever named this cheese? No. <laughs> oh well, what do you guys think it looks like? Mm. Guillermo. G Guillermo Gouda. 
Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I think that works. There you go. Oh, uh, fabulous. Con- I love it. We have made a lasting impact. <laughs> yes, thank you. He needed a name. <laughs> it's been due for a while. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Rhea, do you have any more questions you want to add? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Go for it. Yes. Okay. So this is very crucial, and this is very important. And um, I know we had a very good time in this podcast and stuff, but this may or may not hit make it or break it uh, for how our interactions are. So here we go. Very oh. changing, important question. How do you feel about Cats the Musical? Okay, so let's not think about the movie for a minute. <laughs> Good start. I love the musical. I love the musical. I love it. Uh, yes. So I like cats. <laughs> okay. My, my mom was like, my mom like back when back in the in the early eighties, uh, when she was younger, she was in like her school performance of Cats. So <laughs> that was kind of fun. Like so that you mentioned that. <laughs> I um I actually uh, have a great appreciation for you now and stuff like that because you know how so rare it is to find somebody who is into performing arts and also like cats at the same time. Yes, because that's the thing about like people who who like Broadways and musicals is either they grew up with cats and they end up liking it. Or they just straight up don't like it or don't get yeah, it. They don't get it. I, I, they just don't get it. It's so, it's so cool. Like, come on. I was going to say, I, th- I think it's because, like, let's be honest, like, the longevity that Cats had, like, so the fact that it was everywhere when it was really everywhere, like, it was easy for people to kind of dunk on it when that was exactly the case. Because it's one of those, like, again... It was just everywhere. But, like, obviously, yeah. it lasted as long as it did for a reason. Like, it was not anything to, like, shy away from. It was quality work that people put a lot of time and effort into. And that's why it had the yeah. lasting legacy that it had that sadly got ruined when the 2019 movie came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not. Now this is a question for you. Do you like cats? I cannot answer because I have not seen the musical. Fair. That's fair. We're talking after. No, this. no, no. That's fair. That is fair. But if it helps any better, I have not. I have not watched the movie either, so that does not dampen my thought on it anyway. So there you go. Okay, I got you. That's fair. <laughs> Trust me. I if I was going to watch a movie of the cats, one I've heard there is a ninety-eight one that came out in like ninety-eight or something like that. That is probably like the quintessential viewing if there is one. But two, if I remember correctly, wasn't Steven Spielberg supposed to make like an animated cats movie in like the mid two thousands or something like that? Yeah. That would have been something to see. I wish that happened so much. Oh, the concepts are beautiful. Yes, they are. Oh my god. I was just like looking at Oh, my favorite character design so far was definitely like uh, Grizabella's, and I was just like, yes. oh, what what would have been like really nice animation? On we were it. robbed. We were robbed, and just the concept art of the like beautiful like city and stuff like that, and then seeing old Deuteronomy, I was just like, man, wh- I we. Know. <laughs> 
What could have been? Dude, what could have been? Unfortunately. But I, I also, like, think, every time I think of, like, uh, McCavity's, like, um, character design and stuff, it does remind me of you, uh, Cosmo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it, like, it does look like something that you would draw personally, honestly. I, I can see it. <laughs> there you go. I do love drawing cats, though. I, like, I just, that's one of my things I would like to draw cats. Like not cats, but like not because the music like actual cats. Right, right. <laughs> I was like drawing actual cats too, as well as you know foxes and wolves. Like cats was another thing I was like to draw. <laughs> ha- have you seen the what was it Jane, Jane Gumball? Have you seen the the recent cat designs that she's been putting out? The Doom and Gloom. Isn't that those are the ones I commit that, that uh, she commissioned me for? I believe. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I drew them. I drew them. I love those. Oh my god! When I saw those designs, when when she sent me those. Um, like, but she sent me the picture of them. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> I to draw these cats. She's really oh, good when it comes. To, I was going to say, she's really good when it comes to character design in the first place. That's Amazing. just right up her alley. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, who? Are we talking about Jane? We're talking about Jane. Yes, right? we're talking about Jane. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Jane is amazing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think I can. I think we can all agree. Everyone here is amazing, but we're also talking about other artists that are also amazing as well. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, yeah, like, I hope you're talking about Jacob. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like I said, we've had her on here twice. I mean, there's no denying like just how amazing of an artist that she is. <laughs> as we start to wind yeah. down the interview, I just have one last question that I want to ask you. Obviously, like you've deeply entrenched yourself in art in so many different aspects for as long as you can remember like it has been oh, a yeah. part of you it is you at this it's, point it's it's me <laughs> how important is art not just for you but for the world as a whole okay well i mean when you like art is art is movies art is music art is just almost everything you see around you is art you know however you put it art is really what makes the world go around i think because there's just so much, there's just so many things that are really art. Oh yeah. Theater performing, performing arts is art. Things that are very special to people. And I just think art is just super important. And it's just so, so many things. <laughs> art is a lot of things. That is wonderfully worded. If I do say so myself. Um, Thank you. I'm really glad. <laughs> that's all the questions I have for you. Um, we have already showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but we're going to shower you with a little bit more because it's our podcast. We do what we want. Um, Maria, would you like to start? Or would you like me to go first? You oh, go no. first and I want to be last. You want to be last for this one. Okay. okay. Then, no. I'll go ahead and get started. Um, Cosmo, like, I cannot tell you how much I absolutely fell in love with your art the first chance I got to see it more than anything else like it's, it was incredible like I said a million times over and over and over and over again how you've been able to encapsulate kind of the animated nature of that classic 80s style and like the Don Blues the classic Disney's or whatnot you truly like encapsulated it like to the nth degree or whatnot like you do a great job like capturing it but also making it like truly wholly original and making it your own like it shines with every little piece that you've been able to put out there and I, I, I get excited every single time I see something new come out from you. Um, oh my God. on top of that, getting the chance to sit down and talk with you, getting to hear your story, getting to feel that love and enthusiasm that you have more than anything else. Like I was already a huge fan of your artwork, but I think it might jump <laughs> me to at least like a top five fan at this point with the art you've been able to oh. produce. Oh man. <laughs> 
That's so cool. (laughs) Thank you for the art you've been able to produce. And I thank you for the time and love and dedication you've put into this art form because you do a great job. And I highly anticipate and rooting for whatever you be producing next, whatever, how big or how small it may be. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm speechless. I am without speech. Well, if you're again. speechless on that one, wait until you hear what Maria has to say. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you guys are too much. <laughs> okay. So I just want to say like, again, like when I first uh, was introduced to your art again, I didn't know it was from you. I thought it was from like, um, from that uh, Five Nights of Freddy's like studio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld introduced me to you, and then I was more invested into your um, into your work, and I was just like, oh my god, this is just so fabulous. I love the line work. I love the Don Bluth expressions that you do, because it just brings back so much of my childhood, and I, I, lo- I love it, because it, it makes me, it warms my heart every time I see stuff like that, because I'm just like, I used to watch stuff like this. And I want to see more stuff like this. We don't get stuff like that anymore. But your media, what uh, everything you've been doing, just chef kiss. Uh, thank you so much for everything you've been doing. Thank you so much for your project before and your upcoming projects now and even the present. Um, you're amazing. Matt told me you were coming in the show. I was ecstatic. I was like, this is going to make my day. And it did. So thank you for existing. And thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. I need to. I have to take this all in. Oh, my gosh. Both of you. Thank you for having me, asking me to come on. I was just so thrilled and freaking excited uh, to come on and talk about everything. I just love to talk about. I love to talk about art. I love to talk about all these subjects, right? And to hear that it brought you that that kind of joy, that's exactly what I am kind of out here to do is just to bring a little bit of joy, a little bit of smiles to the world, right? To just put out something that's, could be, it could be, you know, silly, something silly or something like a meme or something like that. Just something that comes to my mind, like something that can make make someone, make someone's day, I guess. I just, I try to be able to, in, like, invoke that feeling with my art like my art i want to make it something that people make people happy i just love to make people happy and smile laugh especially love to make people laugh and that's just really something i am so happy to hear that you're saying because that's really my goal is to do that my goal with my art is to just make people happy (laughs) you did it i was was gonna say if you hadn't already done it beforehand you certainly made two people extremely happy today with your time thank you for being here and being able to talk with us yeah it i i was just oh my gosh i've been looking forward to this forever and i'm just so glad we got to do it i'm assuming this is your first time (laughs) appearing on a podcast This is my first time appearing on a podcast. This is my first time. A lot of people are going to know what I look like. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> a lot of people oh. don't know. And it's funny because, so here's the thing about me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people assume that I am a, like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of people say, oh, what the heck? Like, people are probably, I think, I don't know what people are going to react, how people are going to react to seeing me. This is me, guys. I This is, this is Cos Perry coming to you. Uh, the podcast 
I was, um, was going to say, what are you talking about? I've seen Cosmo Perry like several times over in all those convention like reels that you've seen the post or whatnot, you know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know what I actually look like because I'm usually in a costume, right? I never really take it off at a convention. Wait, that's a but... costume? I thought that was actually you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fur, the fur suit, right? So, I'm, yeah, a lot of people, hi, everybody. <laughs> a lot of people, though, a lot of people do assume that I am a, uh, like a 50 year old dude. I mean, I, I, I accept all pronouns. I, I, I accept all of them. Right. Um, but yeah, this is the first time I've been on a podcast. The first time people are going to see me and I'm just so excited. <laughs> well, we were honored to have your appearance. And if people want to potentially see more of your stuff, if they haven't already for one reason or another, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. Okay. So you can find me at Cosperry on Instagram, Twitter, DeviantArt, and YouTube. Those are my four. Yeah, those are the, that's the four that I have on there. Yes. There you go. There you go. And it, for all those links, or if you missed any or whatnot, I'll be sure to have them in the description below so that people can find yes. it. And they can also be they can also fall in love with the art if they aren't already. Um, uh, <laughs> Maria, do you have any final words before yeah. I sign off? Yes. <laughs> uh, don't forget um, to treat your cheese very well or else. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo, do you have any final words before we sign off? I mean, I guess like I got a few like last things I want to add are I mean, as before, I mean I kind of talk I talk about my family a lot, right? Yeah. So, my family is a huge my friends, my friends especially and my family especially are like my rock. Like they are everything. They're all they just they they're all my support. I love my friends and my family so much. They inspire me to just keep drawing, right? Like my my, my family, uh they're all creative too, all of them. Uh, my dad's a musician. Okay. Uh, my mom, my mom was a choreographer and a dancer. My sister, she's into photography and film and performing arts. Nice. Still, still, she does stuff. Um, uh, my brother, I have two brothers. Uh, one, my brother, he produces music, and my other, he's very into film and art, film, film editing and art. So, art has just been something we all do, at, like all different kinds. Like we all have something different we do. And that's just a really, it was just been so great to just grow up in this, where we all have some artistic um, endeavors that we all do. And yeah, I hate to think that we all got that from our parents who were very into just music and art and just everything. So I thank my parents for <laughs> being those inspirations to all of us and me. I'm, or just bring us up in this really cool <laughs> place. I mean, if nothing else, that sounds like a outstanding foundation for, you know, an outstanding just group of artists in general. Because I can only imagine, like, not only just, like, considering the art that you produce yourself, but, like, everyone else in your family, like, producing art. I, I've heard of occasions of that here and there, but I've rarely talked to people that have, like, had that opportunity. And it must be, like, incredible just having that, like, creativity flow throughout the house. No, really, it is. I just I appreciate it every day, you know. Um, growing up, even I've appreciated that. They, my fan, my parents, they raised us on eighties, a lot of eighties music, seventies, eighties music, and movies like that, classic movies, right? So I mean, yeah. So I've learned a lot. Like a lot of the music I know now is because I grew up with it. Like, oh my gosh, so many. I could name so many bands that are just like a huge, if I forget some, I'll be mad. I will be mad if I forget a lot of them. So, I mean, obviously Journey and Steve Perry are just my, 
that's it for me. That's the penultimate got you. <laughs> ultimate, but there's others like Peter Gabriel, Prince, Duran Duran, Tears for Fears. I can keep going on. Huey Lewis in the news. There you go. ABC. Oh, uh, well, Starship. Um, Phil Collins. Uh, Steve Winwood. Thompson Twins. What else? Oh my gosh. See, I could name a lot of things. Pet Shop Boys, New Order. Uh, Eurythmics. Oh, see, I could go. I could. I am gonna like forget something. Depeche Mode. I could. <laughs> I could go on forever and ever. On. Do you hear us stopping you? <laughs> I could go forever. Okay, I love all that stuff because I. I for years I've always also also I've always oh, sorry words. Words I are wonderful. Uh, America Top 40. I listen to Casey Kasem all the time. Oh. I love, I love 1840. I, for years, I just always loved listening to the countdown. All the music was just, oh my gosh. Yeah. My favorite. Um, So I love music I've grown to love because I, I also learned it from 1840, uh, Casey Kasem too. Yeah. I was going to so say. Music I, is big. <laughs> I, know, I know that like for me growing up, uh, it, it's one of those never, uh, I would be going over to my mom's house. Um, on the weekends, like she'd pick me up on a Friday and I'd spend the weekend over there and whatnot. She would always have the radio to, I think, what was it around here? I think it's 102.1, I believe was the station, or it could be a different one. Uh-huh. But it would be that 80s show, essentially, to where like it would bring, or like yeah. sometimes like the retro, like American Top 40s like on the radio. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like just, just hearing like the, the classic, like Casey Kasem, like calling the, the, the countdown or whatnot, or just yeah. listening to just like, you know, maybe yeah. like for that 80s show, like it seems like every weekend it's like a different year, or, like a different theme or something like that. So you just hear yeah, like a, a different right. variety every That's single time. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, I still listen to Casey Kasem every, every weekend, but also. I listen to them every day on, and I, I put on the countdown because I just can't get enough of them. So there, I love that. <laughs> Another one of the things I really like is like uh, uh, 1980s countdowns with Casey. Love there it, love it. <laughs> so I got one thing. Hold on, I got one thing that I was doodling a minute ago. Ooh, ooh. ooh wait, was... what is that? You might recognize this. It's for you. <gasps> oh my God! Wait a minute. It's Nemo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to surprise you because I knew you were like you didn't feel very good today, and I wanted to do you a little gift. <laughs> I am not gonna cry. In the of this. It's your boy. It's a boy. Oh, <laughs> I'll send it to you in the chat, but I wanted to just do you a little thing. <laughs> I'm so. Oh my god, this is so awesome. No, my makeup's <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> There's no judgment here. Oh my god. Oh my god, thank you so much. I, I was gonna say literally like an hour before we started here, she she messaged me and is like, hey, what's your favorite animal? I'm like, I'll do you one better. Here's Nemo. Yeah, Have fun. Send me, yeah, send me the picture. I said, okay, I'm going to draw that during the thing. I'm going to sketch it during what we're talking. It was, thinking, it was like, oh, uh, you know, she's probably drawing like Columbus or <laughs> stuff, our journey. And I was so excited, but I was not expecting that. And I'm just like, <laughs> I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to make you feel better. <laughs> you did. Yay. You absolutely did. I'm crying because I'm so happy, but like, uh, I literally have like, I, no, 
I'm so sorry not to like put this podcast. I, I had like the understanding of grief brochure near me, <laughs> was spanning it earlier and stuff like that because I'm hot as hell. But I was just like, um, I wasn't having like the most. I am not crying. It's it's okay. It's okay to cry. <laughs> it's okay. We. It's okay. Emotions are important to feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. I You're welcome. That. I really just wanted to do something for you. I that's just the way I like to give people <laughs> art. I love to just give people art. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Oh, look what you guys made me do. Well, if nothing else, it should be an extension of the incredible stuff you do already. Why not? So, uh, This isn't about me. This is about Cosmo. Yes, but Cosmo, this... <laughs> something to everybody out there right mm-hmm. um i just wanted to say to i guess i mean if you're an artist if you're not an artist if you do any kind of art to just follow your passion the way this is the way that if you always need something you've wanted to whether it's art or just any kind of art uh medium to just follow it just do what you want to do be yourself like just put yourself in your art be yourself surround yourself with people that love and support it and you as a person and to people who respect you for who you are and who you want to be in life just don't let anybody hold you back just be you and be proud to be you and just put yourself into your art because it's just very important to just make it really special you know those are beautiful words if i do say so myself Keep on drawing. Keep on just just keep on doing it. Do what you want to do. Be you. Be just awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna live with those words. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna those say, words. you know, I, well, I was originally just going to splice this little bit in before my previous ending, but you know what? I think this is a better ending than whatever we had last time, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, we talked about some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, trust I me. Think, I, guess we, I mean, I guess we could just say, you know, <laughs> if you're if you if you guys are wondering why we're dressed differently than, than they're the ones dressed differently. I kept the same shirt, but um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's because we uh, we time traveled. Um, yeah, time traveling. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Doc and Marty are in the DeLorean outside right now, so just just so you know, that's why things look a little bit different today. Yes, this is um this is a wear me on Sunday shirt. Oh, don't want to. Oh yeah, that. you know what? You have an excuse now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but with that now, with that. all I have left to say is for the people at home, hasta luego, mi amigos.
goodness, after all this time, you're still sticking around to the end? <laughs> what if that's the case? Thank you for sticking around to the end. I know this was a rather long episode, but you know what? As you can tell from the love and enthusiasm that Cosmo had, it was worth every single second. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I greatly appreciate you sticking around to the end. And yeah, this was a highlight for me. This episode was a highlight for me. Cosmo is an artist that every single time I see their art, it just brightens up my day. Just seeing the details and love and enthusiasm that they put into every single piece. Um, as you can probably tell from the energy, like just spending even five seconds in the same conversation with them, like really lightens the lewd and gets anyone just amped and excited for whatever may come next. I know that they certainly brighten my day. I definitely know they brighten Maria's day. <laughs> Uh, I, thank you, Tipsy, for being there for the interview. Um, when I first told Tipsy that Cosmo was coming on, I can't remember the last time I had seen that much excitement out of her. <laughs> so I'm glad that uh, Tipsy was able to be a part of it because they were wonderful for this interview. And Cosmo, for God's sakes, you are just like a ball of energy, and I am honored to have you as both a guest and a friend now. Um Thank you for what you do, and thank you for putting in the time and effort for what you do. It's incredible the stuff that you're able to push out there. Um, and it goes back to a previous point as well that I've had with some of the other guests that I've talked about before, having them on the podcast. Like, for a lot of them, this is their first time being on a podcast. And, like, Cosmo, especially with you, for the stuff that you've been able to push out there, I'm surprised this is the first time anyone has ever asked you to be on a podcast because, by God, like, your energy alone can carry any conversation. Like, you're an incredible person and you're an incredible, like, ball of energy. And I am excited to see what more opportunities come your way, whether it be the ones you create for yourself or things to come about. You're a gifted and talented person. And one of the kindest and most endearing people that I know right now. And I am once again honored to get to know you and get to see you keep doing incredible stuff going forward. God, look at me. I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise. I'm showering you with a whole bunch of more. <laughs> what, what can I say? I love and appreciate artists. Especially ones that are doing phenomenal stuff. And I also appreciate the love and enthusiasm that you've been able to showcase. You know, with how times have been as of late, how, how times have been the last two years alone, any sort of love and enthusiasm that could be pushed out into the world is more than greatly appreciated. And I'm glad that you had that on full showcase for everyone to see. And I sincerely hope that the audience, I hope you guys, Loved it as much as me and Tipsy were having that conversation. We hope that you get that sort of enthusiasm and passion from Cosmo because it is infectious more than anything. Alright, let's get to the final word, shall we? <clears throat> what inspirational thing do I want to leave with you guys today? Well... Let me reiterate on that last point I was just talking about. Just like Cosmo, if it is possible, do what you can to be a beacon of positivity out there in the world. 
I think we can all agree times are rough. Times are straining. Times are draining. And with all the negativity that is out there, with all the BS bullshit that's going on, any sort of positivity would be greatly appreciated. And I know you guys have it in you to showcase that positivity one way or another. You guys are incredible people. You guys are wonderful before what you do. Keep up the awesome work and keep up a good mentality. Keep up that positivity. You guys got this. We got this. All right. We got this. Have a wonderful one. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, I hope you guys keep coming back for some more episodes. Have a good one.